service will take on a little different flavor than our ordinary uh, worship. Um, back in spring, I met with Lowry Caudle in my, my second office, which is Starbucks on Guest Road. And we had wonderful conversation about uh, dreams, about dreams that, uh, that people have. Each of us needs dreams. Businesses, organizations need dreams. Congregations and churches need dreams. And so we prayerfully considered that, and then we shared our thoughts with our lay leadership, our, our lay leaders. And upon doing that, Lowry, myself, and the lay leaders, we, we dreamed a... Um, a dream team together. In fact, if you are here and you have worked with the dream team, I know I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> would you stand, please? And this is just part of our, our dream team. You can be seated. Um, and so today, we are going to hear about those dreams. We met... Uh, through the summer up until the end of September, about every other week, dreaming dreams. And we had dreams on poster paper throughout the Wesley room. And then we decided there had to be some priorities made, so we prioritized these dreams. You're going to see them on the screen this morning. And we have three people, um, Wendy Elder, Rob Hogarth, and Mike Hughes, part of that team, are going to share these with you. My prayer for you is that you pay attention to the dreams that are before you and see how the Holy Spirit draws you to uh, those dreams and maybe a dream that uh, just connects with you. You have an, a deep interest in that. And to be sure, these dreams, they are not final because we believe the Holy Spirit is not static. The Holy Spirit continues to be... The, um, the power and the energy of our faith and we can have dreams to be spun off of these dreams it's an exciting time to be a part of this congregation in this community as we seek to be the church to, to reach our community and what I like to say is to see how our church can be transformed by our community so we can be in relationship with them let us pray Gracious God, open our eyes, make our ears attentive, make our hearts receptive to dreaming dreams and having vision, to continue becoming the congregation you would have us be in this place, in North Durham, at Umstead and Bivens. We thank you, O oh God, for the opportunities that are before us. And we give you thanks and praise. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Hear these words now from the book of Acts. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. 
Let's stand as we sing the first and second stanzas of Shine, Jesus Shine.
We also want to dare to dream to find ways to welcome people to Aldersgate and Methodism. What makes Aldersgate Aldersgate? What do those Methodists believe? Um, we want to let people know who Aldersgate is as a, in, as a church, in our worship, in our community, in our service. It's easy to get lost in the shuffle of a new church. Um, it's easy to have surface-level conversations without really getting to the meat of who the church is. We hope to have something structured in place to help people know who we are as a church, including our history and our presence. present. We also want to be able to answer questions regarding Methodism as a whole. We want to look at purposeful and engaging communications. We dare to dream of having more purposeful and engaging communications in a way that's going to work for, um, work for us. There's so many ways to receive communication these days, social media, email. I don't know if you guys are as guilty as I am of checking my phone right before I go to sleep and then again first thing when I wake up in the morning and being amazed at how many new messages can come overnight. Is it really that important? Um, <laughs> so we'd like to find, or we'd like to make sure that we are effectively and efficiently communicating about what's going on to Aldersgate to the Aldersgate members as well as the community at large without drowning folks in information. We want to put more emphasis on children and youth. We're already doing a lot with that, but we're dream daring to dream that we can do more. Um, what does that look like? Is that more events? Is that how we can increase practices in helping grow the youth's understanding of God? So thanks for daring to dream. ministry of outreach and witness and you know what this afternoon at three o'clock we have an opportunity to begin living into that as we have for the past years what a wonderful way to get to know people in our community with fall festival so three o'clock today bring your kids bring your grandkids bring your neighbors bring yourself hear these words from the prophet nehemiah then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in, how Jerusalem lies in ruins with its gates burned? Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem so that we might no longer suffer disgrace. I told them that the hand of my God had been gracious upon me and also the words that the king had spoken to me. Then they said, Let us start building. So they committed themselves to the common good. And then I replied to them, The God of heaven is the one who will give us success and we are his servants. We are going to start building, but you have no share or claim or historic ride in Jerusalem. This is the word of God for us, the people of God.
I am um, pleased to be here this morning to share with you um, some of the things that we've been dreaming in the areas of what we've called uh, spaces and places. Um, and Wendy has, has talked a, a little bit about um, outreach and um, activities for youth, and, and Mike's going to share some things that will um, talk a little bit more about our small group ministries and prayer, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how those things sort of are tied to um, what we sang about with our foundation. Um, you know, our sanctuary space is sort of our foundation where we come together corporately and individually to share um, and worship uh, and come together in fellowship. Um, in our reading, it talked about the, the walls and crumbled and church space completely destroyed. I mean, it's not quite where we are, but um, <laughs> certainly as, a, as we dreamed about this, we considered the idea of um, a new worship space. For some, it was sort of the um, uh, conclusion of what, we, what was envisioned for this campus um, some time ago. Um, for others, um, it's an opportunity to uh, provide something new, uh, a concrete um, presence within the community um, to bring folks in. Um, maybe it's reconfiguring our current structure that we have here now. Maybe it means uh, a bigger narthex out front that, um, you know, with uh, new technologies and things that we use to help communicate who we are and what we are and who we serve, um, there's a possibility with that. Um, maybe it's making the space bigger. It's new paints, you know, cleaning things up. Um, and so it's, those, in those ways, um, you know, we provide a new, maybe better way for us to come together as a church and maybe draw others from the community to us. Um, another idea that we thought about, too, was to look at the FLC kitchen, which is a, a nice space and provides us, you know, many opportunities to, to get together and prepare meals and share in fellowship on Wednesdays or fifth Sundays or, you know, we get together in the, as a congregation um, or maybe it's Brunswick stew, um, which are all fantastic. And it's, it's possible that maybe with a new uh, enlarged uh, kitchen area that maybe that means we provide more service to those who may need it in the community, maybe we could feed more folks, maybe we could, um, you know, provide more opportunities to serve others, and so those are some of the things that we were thinking about. Um, some visions and dreams come to fruition a little faster than others, so I know um, we've been sort of relegated to a piano here in the sanctuary for a while, but um, it's my understanding that a new organ has been selected and is on order, so um, we're blessed to have finally resolved the organ issue. So, um, but along with that, there is, uh, we talked about some ways to um, improve the technology that we have around here that helps facilitate communication with all of us, helps to um, project who we are as a church to the community, and so um, you can imagine how that that may come, whether it's communication among the, the staff here, whether it's communication to 
all of us uh, here in our church family, and then you know, sending and figuring out a way to better communicate with our, our neighbors in the community. So um, those are some of the things that we've been thinking about and dreaming about. And so um, as you leave here with those things in mind, I hope you will prayerfully uh, consider those and and see where your your heart and the spirit is leading you with uh, these ideas that we've considered. So thank you. Thank you, Rob. You know, when my parents used to buy me clothes at the beginning of a school year, they would always buy the clothes a little too big. Does anybody remember that besides me? Because you grow into it. You know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> If you would, look around this morning. The choir is, looks like they are in optimum seating. It looks like we are at optimum seating. Because you're not going to sit shoulder to shoulder, are you? Okay? Unless you just really, really love each other. But we have opportunity for us to, to, look, at, to look at where we are and to consider where we can be and how the Lord is leading us that way. And listen, space, space is so important. Um, I'm going to digress just for a moment. Does anybody remember the old Duke University third floor waiting room? Anybody? There were just lines of chairs on the wall. Nobody asked a pastor or a chaplain about that. Because the pastor or a chaplain would have said, we need space to see each other's faces and to be able to talk with one another. And I don't know who did it. Maybe a chaplain was involved. But the space there now is just that. There's place and space for people to see each other and talk with each other. And so we need to consider our space as a way to do ministry, a way to be with one another, a way to communicate. So thank you so much, Rob. Hear these words now from the prophet Isaiah. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Let's stand as we sing our hymn.
made sure not to stand up here during the singing, just uh, for your own benefit. Um, the motivational speaker, Jim Rowan, stated that whatever good things we build end up building us. So I have the pleasure of discussing some of the dreams that we had related to nurturing the church. So the first thing we talk about is small group ministry. There are things that we dream about that we do very well, but as Wendy stated, we dare to dream a little bit bigger. So as our church grows, we strive to make our spiritual community feel smaller. We nurture our interests, we provide opportunity to go deeper with our faith, and build lasting relationships within our congregation, and deepen the connections that we have with one another. We have the dream of groups that meet the needs and interests of each member and spill out past Sunday. Authentic, engaging worship. We look to Brian to help continue that uh, uh, engagement, but the pressure here is not just on the church leadership, but for us as a congregation. We dream to continue uh, our time on Sundays as being a time of being closer to Christ from our readings to our hymns and the messages that we receive. We look to the church body to help share their wants and needs to continue to make this a part of our spiritual journey and to make that strong. Consistent prayer group. I got a lot of people in the 830 service that were excited about this because we talked a lot about things uh, like drive through prayer, something that may have had an important part uh, in your journey. It was something that drew me to this church in participating so more than ever do we need prayer in our lives. So how do we really take that to the next level? Um, having prayer groups, times that the sanctuary is open throughout the week that people can come in here for reflection and prayer and something that we can do to enhance as a congregation. Something that speaks to my heart is financial stability. As a financial advisor, I've been part of the uh, financial committee, but also helping kind of take the torch from Ed Osteen in helping to build the endowment. So this is a two-pronged approach. The things that I think about with financial stability are mission, maintenance, and momentum. So the first part of the approach is with Judy Alford and her stewardship committee. As she showed you, it was 51% at the first service. We're up to 52%, so something happened, I think, in between uh, we were talking about. But our operating budget allows for our church to have the vitality and resources to minister not only to our congregation, but to the community around us. The second prong is sustainability. So we've had an endowment fund. I really look at this as a sustainer's fund. Right now, if you listen to WUNC, NPR, those kinds of places are asking for your continued giving. Well, this is an opportunity for us to create a legacy of financial well-being for the church, a way to have monies that we can sort of live off of for years and generations to come talking about things where you can take your RMD, your required minimum distributions, and turn them into QCDs, qualified charitable distributions. As much as we love to pay taxes, there are ways that we can maybe uh, mitigate that a little bit. So as we roll out further, we're having small groups and discussions about strategies that we can use to help improve that sustainability. So again, thank you very much for the opportunity for us to share our dreams and the ways that we can take Aldersgate further. Thank you so much, Wendy and Rob and Mike, for sharing with um, us the, uh, the, the good work, the hard work of the Dream Team. Now, you're going to be seeing these dreams at various places, and you're going to be uh, invited to, um, uh, to enter into um, an area of dreaming. 
Um, these dreams, again, they are, they are not final. They are uh, the, um, uh, they are the, uh, the foothold to begin living into the future uh, and to, um, to see what, what else God has in store for us as we uh, live out these dreams. To be sure, this is a day of new beginnings. This, these dreams have been unveiled. We're going to continue to share them with you. And we're going to look forward to how, see how God invites us into the good work of the mission and ministry of our congregation. But let us stand now and sing about these new beginnings. Mm -hmm. 